0: on today's show Cameron speaks we yes and the bossy Rossi show and I get to sissy that talk all this and more on today's episode of Drag Center I'm feeling confident honey because this is what Mother darling does Give me a mic America she will work welcome to Drag Center we're gonna break down this week's episode of group Hall's drag race to give you the opinions that matter ours. I'm Rob. And I'm Eustace. And let's get into this. Oh my gosh, Rob. I thought this was a pretty good episode. Not my favorite, but a very solid episode. Yeah, I thought it's... Uh, after last week and the workload that last week's viewing was... Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, 33 lurks? Yeah, yeah, I was really glad to see a challenge like this this week where we could basically sit back and just enjoy yeah. it a little bit more. now. Okay, so this week, The Incredible happened. Cameron spoke on several occasions. Right. We got to see interviews of him. We got to see him in Untucked. Here's my issue. I appreciate that they (laughs) gave him to speak on all that stuff, but they're kind of, in my opinion, slut-shaming him a little bit. What? What? The first episode, they talked when he f- spoke first. Oh, they talked oh, about yeah. how he was basically trade, how he's you know yeah. all body, body, body. body. Yeah. He should have been a pit crew, all this other stuff. And then they took his voice away. And then they took his voice away. Yes. And then it's back, and it's Aquaria asking what makes his tickle, dick, uh, tickle pickle? No, his pickle tickle. Like this is crazy. At the end, during Untucked, where it's just yeah. we know who he's into, we know his sexual history. Is there more to this guy than just his body and sex? I mean, of course there is, but I get your point. Um, Granted, now let's just put this out there. Granted, there was the Shania Twain turn, like that was there was some Shania. That was so weird and awkward, by the way. Which was really weird weird and and awkward and forced and forced too. So awkward. And then the next part is that him in the workroom. I mean, in the in the untucked, talking about who he prefers in bed. Yeah, I just like where they were just really like, uh, what, did he? I can't remember now. Did he introduce the idea? Uh, I think Aquarius introduced it. Here's what I'm saying. Hashtag justice for Cameron. Come on. No, uh. it's ridiculous. This, she she's she's a queen that deserves it. She's killing it in the competitions. She's wi- run, winning the runways. Producers, you're yeah, on notice. You got one more week. Give me something, of some substance for Cameron, please. I'm begging I mean, you. I, I'm going to argue this. I feel like we got some substance. I just don't feel like there's maybe a lot there. Oh, all right. But, all I'm, not, but I'm not saying it's okay yeah. to slut shame someone no, because of that. No, of course not. No one's saying that. No. We're not saying that. I, I, I'm not. And I'm also saying, uh, to me... Uh, um, Cameron doesn't tickle my pickle. Like he's right. not my thing. So let's get some stats here. I need okay. some stats. Fill me up with some stats. Hey, before we do stats, let's talk about Instapoll from last week. Uh, I want to know who balled the ball. Yes. So, um, so I just. I mean, there were thirty-three looks as we've already talked about. That's so thirty-three many. looks out there. Too many. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Um, And a lot of people voted, Oh, which was very exciting. There was a tie. How is that even possible? Well, it's easy because you can vote more than once. Oh, okay. Um, There was a tie and Cracker. Yes. And Mayhem won. So, so interesting. See, Mayhem did a really good job last week. Yeah. I I mean, I think she does a good job every week. Yeah. but, I'm weirded well, out that we're no longer going to see that. But okay, yeah. So that was uh, last week's, and I, thank you everyone who voted. <laughs> yeah, thanks guys. There were tons of people out there, um, and this week's uh, it's poll is going to be announced at the end of this episode. Okay, so hang on for that. Let's do some stats. Uh, at, at, I no. <laughs> Have I had too much coffee. <laughs> So we had on this episode 127 pantyhuffs. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Three wigs on wigs. Okay. A cactus, a cake, a pickle, and a banana in a box. Oh. Put yes a what a twist uh yeah who saw that coming i did not um now vixen is uh by stats of wins vixen okay. is actually mopping this shit up oh interesting so she has one maxi win and two mini wins and that puts her at the top of the stats okay aquaria and asia are sharing one maxi and one mini each not sharing but they both have earned uh-huh. one maxi and one mini each uh eureka now has her one maxi so that puts her on the list monet has two minis and blair and monique both have one mini each so who we still haven't seen anything from on this season where apparently everybody gets a prize. Mm-hmm. Um, Cameron and Cracker still haven't gotten anything. And the Cracker thing still is like, it's eating away at my soul. Yeah, wait, what is why happening? hasn't she won anything? I Every episode she has turned it out. And she's what on is happening? everyone's lips talking. Like everybody talks everybody, about Cracker. Everybody. Every time we talk to anyone about a final four, a final three, a final two, Cracker is in there. We we talk, We've talked to people who don't even watch the show and they're talking about... Miss Cracker. This is crazy. Yeah. Has there been a season so far where we haven't had a queen who's won two maxis at this point? I don't remember. There usually is a front runner. Yeah. Well, I'm, there is a front runner, but I'm saying that Miss Cracker's not that. No, Miss Cracker's yet, not the front runner, but right. But I'm just saying that Vixen's fr- being the front runner is just because she's won one maxi and two minis. Well, this they're spreading still, it out this season. They are. They are. And it's because it's a solid season. Th- I think that's partially it. And I think they're just doing, uh, they're trying to do a better job of, of spreading the wealth around all right um which may go back to what we talked about last week about not i, I said that i felt like they're not curating the experience for mm-hmm. us in the same way that they have in the past and um actually i didn't say that but i should have said that um <laughs> and so i think that this might be another uh another example of how they are doing a very different sort of editing style on this season yeah yeah interesting all right so here's what we did We've done a little something different this episode because we have an improv episode, yeah, we decided it would be cool to bring in some improv experts. To analyze the improv scenes. That's right. And what's great about living in Chicago is that we live in the improv capital of the freaking world. Yes. And so um, we had access to these people. Yeah. And we've got got two great ladies who are going to come in, and they're going to really break down what we saw this episode in the improv scenes. Yeah, they go hardcore. It's really hardcore. Yeah. So uh, stay tuned for that. It'll be right back. Experts today are graduates of Chicago's Second City and Improv Theaters. They're recently back from a sold-out show in St. Louis and can be seen on May 5th in New York City as hot prayer and hate mail. They're here to help us sort out the zip-zap tops from the zip-zap flops. Please welcome Alyssa Skeen and Emma Chapman. Hi, guys.
1: Hi. Thank
0: you for being here today and helping us out with all of this improv stuff.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. What an honor!
0: All right, let's just jump really deep into this right now. First off, Bossy Rossi show. I married a cactus. What are your thoughts?
2: Did she marry a cactus? Because I was not buying anything she was saying.
0: Is Blair? Are we talking about Blair St. Clair? Yes, Blair
1: St. Clair, Blair Blair St. Bland.
0: Oh, you know. Wow. Okay.
1: Bland Saint Clair, dare uh, I say? Better. Okay, that's it. That's it. That's it. Uh, no um, authenticity. No, I'm just not. There's no chemistry between her and that cactus, right? At all.
0: No, there could be some. Ca- there could oh, be some chemistry. You, there is
1: nothing. If you want chemistry with a cactus, you will have it. Okay. You know.
0: Now, what about her partner, Monique?
1: Monique, oh, I loved her. She brought you like the her? fire. Oh my god, a star as soon as she walked on that stage. I think she just commanded that stage as soon as she walked out there, and she committed to her character.
0: Yeah, that's you know what that's really huge in these in this show. You have to commit to an improv bit, correct?
1: Yeah, and I feel like she was really good at when it seemed like Blair St. Clair was like nervous or thrown off, she would pause for a long time, and Monique Hart would like take that pause and give her time to Mm -hmm. respond, and then when she didn't. She would step in. Okay. And she would just keep stealing the show. Because
0: Blair just...
1: She froze. She froze. She got nervous.
0: What are your thoughts on a safe word? Now, to me, this seems a little controversial for improv.
2: It is very controversial. It's like saying, I think we might do poorly. Mm -hmm. So let's have a safe word.
1: Well, it also is just a cheat. It is a cheat. If we're honest, right? Okay. So, uh, oh, I got this... It's one thing to go out there with a premise, which is what they did. That's a certain way to do improv, that's right? A, that's, that's a form, great, Right? To have a premise and have an idea. Mm-hmm. Acceptable. But to go out there and be like, okay, but when I do this thing, that means this. That's say, it's setting you up for failure because you already like don't trust each other. Instead of being in the
2: moment and kind of creating this energy between your scene partner and yourself – You're waiting and anticipating that moment that you've already planned. Because since you've planned it, that's already more important to you than the entire scene.
1: And I feel like an audience can just feel that. Mm -hmm. They can feel it... That you rehearsed it. And that's what I, those were the notes that I wrote about Blair St. Clair's. It just felt very rehearsed and that she was trying so hard.
0: Yeah. What did you think about the scene itself? Like just the overall, I married a cactus.
1: I enjoyed
2: it. And I think there's a lot of really good physicality.
0: All right. Next up is my freaky addiction is ruining my life. What did you guys think? Oh... (sighs) That does not sound good. A
1: slow start. Okay. So tough. You know, what I think about Monet exchange, Mm -hmm. if I get that right? Um... I feel like she's probably a person who, like her family, has told her that she's really funny and is probably really funny in social situations. Yeah, but then so she doesn't think that she has to try in this sort of scenario. That is and really that interesting. Shows right? No, that's
0: it, you know what? That's interesting because that's something that we're seeing with Monet this season. Mm. So, but and that's another topic. Let's stick to the improv okay. here. Now, this scene I found was different than the other scenes because this was not really a relationship scene. These no. characters did not know each other before going in
1: which that makes it harder for them right off the bat yes okay and they didn't attempt
2: to really forge any kind of relationship on stage
1: it was just conflict which and is an uphill battle baby it
2: is Cameron Michaels came out and she seemed like she was disgusted with monet exchange but never gave us a reason so mm. as an audience member and as an expert I was like what
0: it would seem to me that the like when it's when two people are fighting it would seem like an easier scene is it not
1: no it just kind of is stopping the scene from going anywhere yes it's easier for the people within it
2: but it is not good it's easy to pretend to fight mm-hmm. but it's not very entertaining
0: okay now here's one more question for you on this one cameron at one point was said that she huffs her panties 127 times a day that is very specific how important is it to go specific with improv
1: specificity is very important and Improv, but that didn't land for me, and I don't know why that was. I remembered it, and I thought
2: she was very quick with it. I appreciated it, and I did also appreciate that she huffed those panties three times.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Rule of threes is very important.
0: This was a very important prop
2: scene. So I would say, yes, 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 yes. Okay. That is um, true. (sighs) It was a prop scene, and the props weren't utilized to their fullest extent,
1: no, I think that there is a lot more potential with that. Monet Exchange tried when she was eating the hip pad pieces out of her dress. Which I
2: liked, but it didn't
1: land. There was a moment that I thought, okay, that was a little funny, and then it just stopped. Mm. Um, I feel like Cameron Michaels especially, there's just something about her where I was like, oh, yes, I know that person in my class, and that is the person that gets up and I roll my eyes at. Mm. Mm. So over the top. Just like you need a little bit more subtlety, I think. I would prefer
2: over the top than not enough energy, but I agree with you.
1: It's a fine line. It is. All
2: All right.
0: On to the next scene. So save me from my deadly fear of pickles. Thoughts?
1: As a whole, I actually really enjoyed this scene.
0: Really? Okay. I
1: did. Um,
0: what were the standouts?
1: Um, I thought that Ms. Cracker's character was very interesting and fun. Mm -hmm. I think that there was something really grounded about Mayhem's character. Like, I believed her. Uh, What did you think? I really
2: liked what Ms. Cracker did with her doctor character. I liked the commitment to the Mm -hmm. weird knife hands when she was speaking. Mm -hmm. That was strange. And... I love a pun.
0: Oh.
1: dill with it. Relish. Open a jar. I just could see that character on a talk show. Yes. Absolutely. And okay. She really um, capitalized on that. Mm. I even enjoyed that box bit. Oh, I, that I think was that was fun. my favorite bit. And you know what? would have swiped after the banana edited it all right scene.
0: you edited the whole scene after the yeah, banana part because
1: everything after that I yep. hated everything after so bad. that
0: what about, the, what about the pickle reveal no. here's,
2: here's the thing with that they attempted to raise the stakes with the pickle mm-hmm. reveal which is a good a good way to turn the scene but the stakes weren't raised we knew she was dressed as a pickle the whole time and then we were, she just took off her coat and now they're in a fight a sad fight where mayhem just lays on a table if I'm running away from somebody I'm not going to lay on an armoire to get away. And you know what? <laughs>
1: There's a big laugh at the banana. You cut the scene. Yeah. Okay.
0: Alright. Now, see, I was also confused with the pickle reveal at the end because they were treating her like she was a pickle at the beginning. Like, the joke paid would have paid off if it would have been like a Superman reveal where yeah. Clark Kent mm-hmm. you know, removes his glasses and says he's Superman. That didn't happen for me. No. no. I want to ask you your opinion on the next scene because I have none opinions. Um, wh- The next scene is why are you so obsessed with me? What are your thoughts?
2: My first thought is, if you are going to break in a scene, that scene better be really funny, and the break better make it even funnier.
1: Oh yeah, that is a huge role. Like you can only laugh if it's going to make your scene better. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the
0: the so the what so when you're saying the Ross joke that he made about bacon. And Vixen's laughing just... That was a
1: nervous giggle. That was yes. not an actual, I can't keep it together because this is really funny. It mm-hmm. wasn't that
2: funny.
0: And then the scene, was the scene able to recover from that? Absolutely not. Seeing-
1: I- The Vixen was not able to recover no, from that. No, I will say that this scenario... Um, Somebody copying my look is one of my, especially in my earlier level of improv, Mm -hmm. my go-to scenario. Somebody copied my outfit. Somebody copied my hair. Okay. It's very relatable. I get it, and I love it. Um, I think the vixen was shockingly bad. It didn't seem like it
2: mattered to her character. She just seemed like she was very falsely putting on this. Upset. Mm -hmm.
1: When the facial expressions don't really match what's going on, it's not working in your favor.
0: What now what do you mean by that? What what's
1: um they were just odd facial expressions that um didn't make sense Mm -hmm. in context. Well what didn't make sense to me
2: was her makeup.
0: Okay. Oh wow.
2: I did not think the vixen looked like she took any time to do that. Okay. So I was looking at that more than I was looking at her facial expressions. And right. we're being honest.
0: Let's just stay in the lines here. Let's stick to the improv segment here, experts. Of course, of course. Please. My
2: apologies for pettiness. Okay.
1: Um, back to the vixen's um scene work. Okay. Well, uh, she didn't have. A lot of words Which is okay And sometimes great Because we have learned Extensively about The economy of words Okay And um, using few words But making them powerful Her words were not powerful Mm -mm. Um, There were a lot of ums And just putting down For no reason Her Mm. scene partner Before she was even out there
0: Okay so she started Like on a level 10
2: Yes When she was Oh it's something dumb That yeah That sounds dumb It was more off-putting Than funny Mm -hmm. You have to have something likable about a character
1: or people are not going no to redeeming watch you no quality i will s- until okay that pet pig was mentioned yeah why did we not double down on that pig yeah yes. where wa- was that pig i wanted to know all about that pig you uh-huh. just dropped it so that something else is very important you don't just drop something so beautiful
0: yeah that was a crazy it's a
1: great detail yeah Why is she so offended that she's
2: saying she has a pet pig?
1: I need to know that backstory.
2: Does Asia O'Hara actually have
0: a pet pig? I mean, living in New York City and having a pet pig would seem pretty cool to me. That's remarkable. Agreed.
1: And why didn't Asia bring that up?
0: Yeah. Now, all right. Also during the scene, they kept on talking about they were like setting up bits for each other or rehearsing the improv. Can you rehearse improv? I know that's a stupid question, but can you do this?
1: I don't think you can rehearse improv but i think you can have ideas that maybe you've run by
2: yes i also think you can play in your character for a a long time if you Mm -hmm. know the character you're going to play and maybe you don't know the situation they're in or maybe you know the situation and you just don't know what you're going to say you can put on that character Mm -hmm. and walk around in them to get a feel that's my kind of yeah for this for something like this
1: and if you are like in these characters and you have a partner that you are working with, there are certain things that maybe you know to be true about these characters that just exist in this world. Mm-hmm. And I think that's fine. Yes, and I think that strengthens character work, which Absolutely. is what they needed here. Absolutely. Um, I will say, though, Asia, she had something well, – I don't know if she was just looking out for herself, which sometimes you have to do. Sure. Um, because she came off much better yeah. than the Vixen. yeah. Oh, really? I don't know if that was her sabotaging the Vixen, but her stillness, that's a note that I have gotten so many times, to just kind of um, sit still a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes you so much more powerful. If you and plant. You, and you seem like you're a better actor. And the character is just way more believable. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. But if she's sitting still when the vixen's expecting her to go crazy...
2: Then we get back into where, oh, we planned this
1: bit and I'm anticipating it. We got to hit our safe word, whatever it is. That's like... doesn't work. That's why you can't... You have to... You can plan some things and then Mm -hmm. if it's not going that way, you have to let it go. Yes. Right. Okay. You have to live in that moment and just build it block by block.
0: Got it. Got it. All right. On to the next scene. I'm a sexy baby. What are your thoughts?
1: I think it was a solid scene.
0: Yeah. Oh, really?
1: Yeah. I do. I think it was very confrontational. However, they got this trope so right. Like, Mm -hmm. I felt like I was watching Maury. They just did it right. Yes. They knew
2: exactly what their theme was, their genre, if you will, and ran with it. Mm -hmm. They really embraced the crazy. It was fun to watch.
0: All right. Who was the standout in this one?
1: I think it was Aquaria.
2: I flip-flopped.
1: Oh, really?
2: I flip-flopped. At the top, I really loved Aquaria's character work. And I loved okay. her physicality and the commitment to, like, kind of baby talking. hmm And I just loved Aquaria's commitment to the character. I think the baby talk, the physicality, everything was fantastic. I was in love with her at the top of the scene.
0: Okay. And then it flip-flopped. For with- me,
2: yeah. Then Eureka came on, and I was like, okay... And then she really hit it by giving me levels. She was on the chair. She was on the ground. She was standing up. Mm -hmm. She went to an eleven.
1: Honestly, I think that they were both very strong. But there's something about Aquaria that just stood out more to me. Um, I think her character just felt um, more developed. Her physicality was just spot on. Like I just think she really, really thought about this character. Yes.
0: Yeah. All right. Here's a question. You're in a scene with a person, and they pull a, like, let's just say a Eureka, that they start crying, and they throw themselves on the ground, and you're in a competition, you need to stand out in this scene. What do you do?
2: When you have a showboat like that, you can either stand back and hope that they Mm self-destruct, or you can go in there and match their level. Mm -hmm. And I think Aquarius should have uh, kicked it up a notch at that point. Mm. What would you have done?
1: It's hard That's to tough. say. You I don't think you really know until no. you're in that moment.
0: Okay. All right. But so you were saying that you you should you just match or yeah, amp I, it up a lot I, I more. I agree with that.
2: For this for a competition, you should even have amped life's it. Life's a competition.
1: You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. Amp it up. Right.
0: Yeah. All right. Okay. Overall, what was your favorite Bossy Rossi show?
1: Mine was I'm a sexy baby. Yeah, sexy baby for me really? too.
0: Really? Okay, both of them. All right. All right. And why why I'm a sexy baby?
1: Like I said, I it felt the most like what they were trying to do. Like mm-hmm. I felt like I was watching an episode yes. of Mori. I felt like they connected and they found a way to make an like an authentic twist. Yes, that, that was did. my favorite part. They found a yeah, the turn. Yeah, let's talk in the about scene. that twist. Yeah, cause, well, because at first there's just strangers who yeah. are competing to be the sexiest baby. And then they realize that they have somebody in common. Yes. That just makes it so much more interesting.
0: Right, and that actually changes it from like My Freaky Addiction, mm-hmm. where they stayed strangers even until the end. Yes. Mm-hmm. This one, there, there was a relationship between That's it. That's important. Yeah, it did You'd seem like, like it picked the scene up. And
1: yeah. the
2: good thing for them in this scene was if they hadn't found the turn and ended the scene there, I would have been satisfied. But mm. when they found the turn, I was. That's what makes them a winner. It the winners.
1: Yeah. Arms.
0: Okay. What was what was your least favorite Bossy Rossi?
1: My least favorite was my Freaky Addiction. Mm. I just felt like both of them were just not strong. Okay. Neither of them were strong. Yeah, I think I'd have to agree. It's it's close for
2: me with why are you so obsessed with me? Yeah. But I do feel like my Freaky Addiction is ruining my life was a lot of inside baseball. Okay. And they I don't think they read the crowd correctly and that they'd have to explain like maybe what hip pads are or why, what even it had to do with cakes. Is that a colloquial term?
0: Y- that you know what that seems out of the blue to us too. So okay. I you're not off with that okay. being I, out of place. You
1: know being an improviser, it's easy to do those things yes. because you want to you make jokes that you think are funny mm-hmm. and sometimes you have to check yourself and think about will your audience get this right I mean it can be at the top of your head but yes, but when you alienate your
2: audience, you're done.
0: Okay. well now the question everyone wants to know, who won this competition in your in, in your opinion the expert opinion here, who is the best improver?
1: I'm going to say Monique Hart. Yeah, me
2: too. Because Even though we didn't put her in our favorite
1: scene. It doesn't matter because she um, she made that scene so much less painful. Yes. Mm-hmm. And when you can make your partner who is maybe not so strong not look terrible, that's yeah. a strong improviser. She saved
2: Blair St. Clair, I think. She really did. I she... still didn't love Blair St. Clair. No. But, but I wasn't too mad.
1: mad. Yeah. I didn't hate that scene.
0: All right. Thank you, experts, Alyssa and Emma.
1: Thank you. you. And
0: we will see you guys on May 5th in New York City.
1: Yes, you you will.
0: All the information is in our show notes and everybody can check that out. All right, and we will be right back. Thanks, guys. Thank Thank you. you. rob yes. some Important and significant things happened in this episode. A big episode, yes. And we've talked about a number of those things already. Mm-hmm. In honor of some of these very significant events, I have created a game just for you. For me, yes. All it right. is called Sissy That Talk. Oh, that's what they used to call me in grade school. <laughs> hey, so we're going. To, I'm going to play clips from the show that mm-hmm. I have sissified if okay. you don't mind me saying. Sure. And you were going to try <laughs> to guess who said what. Okay. Okay. Come on. Here is the first one. i remember this one you do yes i this, thought this was really hard yeah, this is a hard one but i remember that was said by cameron so good yeah that i remember the segment because that was when monet was like oh i'm in trouble bitch and she did she was in trouble but for the other reason yes right um oh, good job thank and you to be honest cameron speaking it was it was like garbo speaking it was absolutely the reason for this for this game yes let's do another one okay Did you I, hear it? Let me play it again. Okay. I have a lot going on now. Oh, gosh. Uh, t- um, I'm going to say is that. Uh, is that. Is that. Is that Asia? No. It was Monet. Monet! Yes. Okay. So it was the moment when she was she getting was read, was read by, by Michelle uh-huh. about the chapless or the chapped sort of onesie that she right. was wearing and Michelle had just said you know you've got a lot it makes you look like you have a lot going on down there okay all right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay here's number three one for two go yes. let's do three okay here we go
2: I feel like even in the last couple challenges mayhem has not been shining to the best of her ability and I worry about that with her because she's had problems throwing her personality out in tense situations
0: so I'm hoping she can push through Okay, I am going to say that this was said by Ms. Cracker. Oh my God, you're so bad at this. Oh no, who was it? I'm so surprised. I didn't know. Oh this God. Was, this was Eureka. Eureka. It Ugh. was Eureka talking about mayhem, of course, obviously. Yes. Um, And should I play it again? Do you want to hear that? Let me hear it again. Yeah.
2: she's had problems
0: throwing her personality out in tense situations. So I'm hoping she can push through. Yeah. I should have known from the accent. The accent, which oh, is harder to hear right. because of the yes. doctrine. I, the sissifying is all throwing right. me all off. <laughs> yeah. It's really hard to mm-hmm. make out things when they're all sissified. We, we don't have any experience being around that. No. Um, here's number four.
2: Once my beast is out, it takes a good while for me to put it back.
0: All right. That is an easy one. That is obviously Blair St. Clair. <laughs> No, I am no, just kidding. Bag- I am just kidding. That is obviously the bear, the vixen. Yes, the yes. bear poker. The bear poker. Don't or poke the, the bear. The, yeah, do not poke her bear. All right, that was good. So you have two out of four. Oh, gosh. I am not doing as well as I thought. All right, let's see. This is a hard one. Oh, great. Before you answer, let me mention that this is from Untucked. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, because the, the voices in the background are making me think that this is Untucked. Now, mm-hmm. the person is crying, so it's going to be... <laughs> <laughs> okay. I need to hear it one more time. Yes, absolutely. Okay. This, this is definitely a tough one. All right, Untucked crying can only be the person that's cried the most this season. This is Mayhem Miller. What? There was Monet. Oh! Isn't that crazy? Yes. Yeah. I did not the, There wasn't, the, it was very high, the voice. So I was thinking, oh, is it not Monet? Yeah. Well, they're all high. Oh. I don't know if you've noticed. Okay. This is an easy one. If you don't get this one, you've just lost entirely. I'm ashamed, entire right yes, now. Yes, you should be. Here, this is an easy one. Okay. Okay, here we go. Play it one more time, please. You're not the. What, are they saying boss? Is this.? Yes. Okay. Is this. Um, I'm going to say. Oh gosh. Uh, I've only watched this episode several times. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is this Aquaria? Oh my God. You are so bad at this. Oh, this is so humiliating. I hope that you never, ever do this for me because <laughs> uh, I know I'll be much, much worse. That was Ross. That was part of his oh. intro. My God, you threw me off! And you know, here's the funniest part. He, you didn't, I didn't doctor that <laughs> at all. <laughs> you didn't doctor his place at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, what was the final score there? I'm sorry, I'm so busy pushing buttons here. Failure. <laughs> Just, failure. <laughs> Just failure. Just failure. Just an oh, ass. All right. No, I, all have to, right. I have to sashay away right now, yes. buddy. Please, 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 never do this to me. I. Oh. <laughs> I hope you guys did better out there than I did here. I I don't think there's any doubt that they did. Uh, Okay, so we'll be right back after this. I'm still demanding a recount from that game. I what? feel that I You s- sucked at it. I that talk and I feel I I just I I am still in shock of how poorly I did. Yeah, we all are. Hey, uh, my name is Eustace Allen and I have something to say. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> so the judges are repeating jokes. What? I don't know if anybody else noticed this, but they're there, two weeks in a row, there was this dumb two-piece-in-a-biscuit joke. This week, it was one-piece-in-a-biscuit. Uh-huh. Or no, this week, it was two-piece-in-a-biscuit. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the, the, the comment <laughs> they made with about Eureka? Yeah, I believe it was Eureka last week. They said one-piece-in-a-biscuit, uh-huh. as I recall, um, about her Alaskan winter outfit. Okay. And then this week, Rue... Uh, last week, it was Ross, I believe. And this week, it was Rue who took the joke and did it one more time what? and said one-piece-in-a-biscuit. To Eureka's, they're normally so punny. I can't believe that they're recycling. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So I don't know if that's supposed to be like a hilarious callback, or um, but I don't think the two piece in a biscuit is that funny to start with. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that they need to up their callbacks if they're going to start callbacks. I do not enjoy chicken jokes. Fried chicken jokes are not my favorite. You know what? Duly noted, uh yeah. we're putting this out there, everybody, to the producers. <laughs> okay, let's talk about Instapoll for next week. I I'm ready to start voting with my likes. Okay, good. All right. So this week, uh again we're doing runway, and uh you you'll recall that it was Denim and Dinah yeah. Diamonds, which I loved, by the way, it was fun. Um so go out to Instagram to Drag Center Pod and um we are running an Instapoll for your rank your favorite country coutures. So you can vote for as many as you like. Okay. Um, but all of the girls are out there in their country couture, and you uh, just tell us what you like. and just then Tell us who shine bright like a diamond. Like a denim and a diamond. D- a Denim and a diamond. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes. Do that. And then we will announce the winner on next week's show. All right. All right. This has been fun. It's been a full episode. I am full. You're full. I am full right That's now. a full lid, people. Yes. All right, good. So don't forget, if you would like to participate in a more substantive way, mm-hmm. you can send us an email with your comments or critiques, and you can do that either in text or in, with an MP3. We've played people's MP3s before. So um, just send that out to dragcenterpod at gmail.com. All of this is in the show notes. And don't forget to go, um, if you're in New York City, definitely um, head on over to see the girls. Yeah. And go see Hot Prayer in hate mail. Yeah. Yeah. So the girls are showing, uh, and that's going to be really super exciting, and I'm sorry that we're not going to be there. And it's at the People's Improv Theater. Oh, thank you for that. Yes. Um, And there are links to this in the show notes as well, Mm -hmm. so you can get tickets there. This has been Eustace. And this is Rob, and we will talk to you next week on Drag Drag Center. Drag Center.